This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Michigan Supreme Court is keeping former President Donald Trump on the state's presidential primary ballot. The court Wednesday refused to hear an appeal of a lower court ruling allowing Trump to stay. Michigan Public Radio's Rick Pluta explains why people were trying to have Trump removed. There are actually several cases like this around the country, and some Trump critics say he is not eligible to serve because he violated the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. That clause was directed at Confederate rebels following the Civil War, but there are Democrats, independents, and some Republicans who say Trump's involvement in January 6th puts him in the same category, an insurrectionist. And they say that makes him ineligible to hold public office. The Colorado Republican Party, meanwhile, is appealing the state Supreme Court's ruling there that has banned former President Trump from its primary ballot. Attorneys for Trump are also expected to appeal the ruling in the next few days. The World Health Organization says that in Gaza, the number of people who die from disease may outpace those who die from combat. As NPR's Ari Daniel reports, health workers are speeding up efforts to survey for illness there. A WHO official recently entered Gaza to bring in rapid tests for hepatitis and cholera. The global health body wants to resuscitate local laboratories that did pathogen screening before the war. Negotiations are also underway to bring a mobile lab into Gaza or ferry specimens out to Egypt for testing. The WHO's Rick Brennan says, fortunately, terrible diseases like measles or cholera haven't surfaced yet. To be honest, I'm grateful that we've got to this point. We've got increased rates, but we haven't had a deadly outbreak yet. Whether that good fortune lasts may well depend on the early detection and containment of something sinister. Ari Daniel, NPR News. Hotter than normal temperatures this year have put 2023 into the record books. NPR's Lauren Summer tells us just where climate scientists say it will rank. Number one. Federal scientists say it's virtually certain that 2023 will rank as the hottest year ever recorded. Every month since July has been unusually hot. And around the planet, there were disasters to match, like extreme heat waves in Arizona and devastating floods in Libya. The record-breaking year was largely driven by the buildup of heat-trapping gases from burning fossil fuels. Next year could be just as bad. On top of human-caused climate change, an El Nino pattern is building up in the Pacific Ocean, releasing more heat into the atmosphere. Lauren Summer, NPR News. The White House is using its presidential drawdown authority to provide Ukraine with $250 million worth of military aid. But Pentagon officials say this is the last U.S. assistance available to, until Congress passes supplemental funding legislation. That legislation has been bottled up on Capitol Hill for weeks. You're listening to NPR News. New Mexico announced new record revenue from oil and gas this year, with only Texans, uh, Texas rather, pulling more money from the ground. Daniel Montano with member station KUNM in Albuquerque has more. The state's land office announced $2.75 billion in revenue in the last fiscal year, with about 97% of that coming from oil and gas. That's up from $2.4 billion in 2022, also a record at the time, and estimates for future numbers are higher as well. 
The source of the revenue, the Permian Basin, straddles the border of Texas and New Mexico and is responsible for nearly half of all U.S. oil and gas production. The Energy Information Administration says the basin is expected to produce an additional 5,000 barrels of oil per day next year, bringing the daily total to 6 million barrels. The next highest producing region only fills 1.3 million barrels per day. A woman who in September was sentenced to five years in prison for burning Wyoming's only full-service abortion clinic was also ordered on Wednesday to pay $298,000 in restitution. A U.S. district judge ordered the fine against 22-year-old Lorna Green. She had set fire to the Wellspring Health Access Clinic in Casper in 2022. That fire delayed the clinic's opening by almost a year. A monument honoring the women of the Confederacy was removed from a park in Jacksonville, Florida on Wednesday. A bill for the removal was introduced into the city council in 2021, but the Republican-controlled board never moved on it. The city's attorneys recently ruled that council approval was not needed because city funds were not being used for that work. I'm Dale Willman, NPR News.